Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. <laughs> we came the wrong thing, too. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3. The Fan, great to be here with you on a Thursday, November the 9th, 2023. Man, we are getting close to Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the all that that entails. And uh, a little time off, Christmas and holiday extravaganza. There's a lot, lot happening in the next six weeks or so. Uh, let's get our heads right, though. Let's just get through today. That's really the motto every single day. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel, the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. Everybody's a little bit uh, behind today. Benjamin R. Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Good morning, Benjamin. Talking about the holidays, someone put up a tree in that the was, studio. That was me. Your old pal Woods did that. <laughs> it's a lot. Got lights and tinsel. and Yeah, looks good. I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it. Okay. I, I think I would have rebelled against it in the past. Why is that? Just felt too early, like before Thanksgiving. No Let's way. not skip over holidays. Let's give each and every holiday its proper due before moving on to the next one. Well, I didn't have a uh, cornucopia to put in here and or any... What else? Do you, those old hard ears of corn. The turkey, yeah, the, yeah stuffed turkey. turkey. A couple turkeys running around. The, you know, the, did your parents have like the long... 
hard corn. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Like in my the, house. The maze. Yeah. Plastic. Plastic, plastic maze, maze and the cornucopia, which is a weird like wizard's hat turned on its side, <laughs> stuffed true. with corn and pumpkins and things. Gourds. Gourds. The, bou- yes. the bounty of Decorative the harvest. Gourds. Yes, the yeah. bounty of the harvest. They didn't have any of that. So I was walking by this morning and there is a uh, treasure trove of Christmas stuff out in the hall. And Kixie's already done. It looks like a winter wonderland in there. Uh, I don't know that anyone works at 94.9, so I didn't, they haven't done anything there. So I just grabbed this tree. I brought it in uh, to spruce up our studio a little bit. Uh, I didn't know that I worked with the Grinch. Well, you're going to allow it this I'm a, year. I'm allowing it. So yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to soften a little bit. Uh, ben, Benjamin, you're a little bit uh, worse for wear today, a little oh, under the weather. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I don't, I mean, are you under the weather? I got a flu shot. Yeah. And, I mean, it worked. It gave me the flu. Yeah, you're a little achy. And, and now I am, you know, I assume the antibodies are rushing through my bloodstream to try to battle the uh, the mild case of flu that the vaccine gave me, so I won't get a much worse case of the flu later. But, yeah, especially last night, knocked me on my butt, aches, chills. I was at work, and I was going... Okay, this is um, this is a high level of reaction to my flu shot that got I got me, the other day. Got me too, man. I did it, and and I was just, well, I was like, I don't, I, babe, can you parent tonight? Because I just can't, I can't do it, man. I felt like ass. So when they give you the flu shot, you're getting a little, a little bit, bit of the flu. Yeah. Correct. Does that make Ben contagious with the flu right no. now? No, shouldn't be. No, you should be fine. Good. But you should also It's a weakened it's the weakened version that they give you. You that, should feel better. You still shouldn't be you should be feeling I'm definitely better than I was last night. The aches are starting to dismiss and I don't have the chills anymore. Okay, good. Now I got a tetanus shot in this arm and I cannot lift it. It is like <laughs> it's like I'm back in um junior high and I got ten for flinching like a hundred times. Like someone has just been wailing on my right arm. That's the worst, man. I like Oh oh my god, this hurts. Would you cry if I slapped your arm? Yes, right I yeah, think so. Probably would. It's that bad. You know, my three-year-old got a couple shots yesterday, and he was less of a baby than <laughs> you and I were about ours. <laughs> they didn't hurt going in. I'll say that. But that was okay. He he had one little tear. We took them yesterday to uh, to School of Rock, and we did oh, yeah. that. Yeah, we did the School of Rock deal, and uh, they're already top of the class. No, I mean it was funny because the 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 teacher is like fifteen years old. And she's like, do you guys, does anyone know? And it's Bo and Taylor, and then two little girls, one probably Taylor's age, one probably Bo's age. Does anyone know ACDC? And Bo's eyes light up. <laughs> does anybody know the White Stripes? That's one of Bo's favorites, ba- favorite bands. So he's like, he's feeling good. And I'm a little concerned because they both gravitated instantly, instantly to the drums. Yeah. And actually, both of them sat down on the drums and were like, like, like looked at five and three, kind of like they knew what they were doing and that it was a natural They've fit. They've already got the hair for they it. They have the hair for it. And I thought to myself, oh, no, this could backfire beyond spectacularly <laughs> on me and Hannah. As you guys know, I almost murdered Ben for tap dancing on this plastic sheath right, yeah. but beneath. Yeah. Excess noise for me, the leaf blower outside, if I ever do snap, that's what it will be because. And there was a some kid in a room next to the class, and I'm like, 
this could be the next 15 years of your life <laughs> with both of these dudes in there. By the way, one drum set won't cut it. If you have two kids, and you have two kids, what are their age difference? What's the difference? Two years. If you get one thing for one, one you cool have to like get the other one the same. It, it can't even be mildly different. I got you this bouncy ball. It's red. Taylor will see it. Well, I want the red one. And Bo's like, well, I want the red one. I'm like, it's the same GD ball. Who cares? It does the same thing. Well, I want red. Why did he get red? You go nuts. like you. And I go, Hannah, you, we have to stop buying separate. You get him a shirt, get him the same shirt, the same color, everything. I'm going to end up with two MFing drum sets in my garage and two little kids out there. Now, the chances of them turning into anything successful. A band doesn't need two drummers. Except that's what Hannah said. She goes, well, now they'll never be in a band. And I go, well. Bands need drummers. She goes, yeah, but they won't be in a band together. I go, are there any bands with two drummers? Yeah, there are. There actually. are some. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've okay. seen. I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of who they they are, but I know I've seen it. Somebody Google that. Somebody will let us the know. Almond Brothers. They had two, two drummers. Two drummers. Incredible. They but were I, brothers too. But they, I, they probably grew up and they know, both wanted a drum set. In my fantasy, you know, Bo is the lead singer, Taylor is the guitar player. You know what I mean? Like the the, the Gallagher brothers and how'd that work out? The Black Crows, they also broke up. Maybe it's best that they just go their separate <laughs> ways, but uh it was really it was really sweet. Oh, you know who has uh two drummers? Who? The legendary King Gizzard and the Lizard King Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Look at that. Famous. From Famous. Early, uh, early in the Ben and Woods uh, canon. They were one of the, uh, the Coachella, Coachella bands that we hadn't heard of. Mushroom I was, Head. I was reading the, it was like our first year on the, we, it was like maybe our first month on the show because Coachella is usually in April or something, but maybe it was just the lineup and I made Ben read some of the names and he goes, who, who is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? They're Wizard a, Lizard. The Wizard Lizard. They're a really good band, actually. I didn't know they had two drummers, though. Um, so King that, Gizzard? <laughs> I can't believe you found that. It is a throwback Thursday, after all, in Ben and Woods. But I, my life flashed in front of my eyes, because they both were like, their eyes got, I mean, drums are cool as hell. Like, if you get to sit at a drum set, that's, that's. There's, we have 100 guitars at my house. It's, it almost feels like you're driving a car. It like does. You're in, you're in charge. You th- everyone thinks they're coordinated until they sit at a drum set, and then you're like, don't, ding, ding. You can't, you can't do the simplest beat. So we worked on rhythm. They had maracas, and they did pretty well at that. Um, and then, you know, the class just spirals. One little girl screaming and crying. Taylor was like, where's my And so he left. Or it was... I don't know. Like, I was all excited about it yesterday. Now there's a slight sense of dread <laughs> for next week. Yesterday I said, they're not quitting this class. If they want to be drummers, I might make them quit this class. I, hey, if you're not feeling it, If you're not okay. feeling it, it's fine. Much like karate. When we did karate. <laughs> quitting is okay. That's, quitting is always okay. <laughs> well, at least in this case, that's the lesson. What am I going to do if they both want to play drums? Like, I'm, I can't do it. I can't make it. I'm going to have to get my own place. I can't. I can't listen to or get them their own place. Get them their own place, a little condo or something. Maybe we keep them at grandmother's house. And I just, I don't know what I would do if they both wanted to be drummers. But they they flocked to it yesterday, uh, to be sure. Wanted to um, wanted to give a shout out to one of my uh, one of my our kids on the t ball team. His name is Brixton, and he's a huge tier one. Brixton. It always domes me out when uh, five year olds listen to this show because there there are some adult. 
features on the show. But Brixton's one of my uh, one of my players. He's the kid Ben that I see is going to have like he has so much potential. I've never seen a kid swing harder at five years old ever. And harder when, than both swings. He, oh yeah, wow. and when he misses, I mean he misses spectacularly. But when he hits it, he absolutely clubs it. Um, got a Kyle Schwarber. In the yes, making. that's exactly right. <laughs> it's going to be feast or famine with Brixton. But he's a huge, huge listener and uh, loves loves the show. So I wanted to give him a shout out this morning. He's a good kid, and I'm happy to have him uh, on the squad to be sure. Uh, so you were feeling crappy last night, Polly. What did you do last night? Polly worked on Polly worked on a bit. We're going to be doing it uh, at seven thirty-five. I think you guys are really going to like. Yeah, Benny Boras. Benny Boras, uh, the lowest level of Boris Corp. He's uh, he's the newest employee. Newest employee, lowest levels. Got the lowest tier free agents. We're going to be talking to him at uh, seven thirty-five this morning. Still no manager announcement yet. Uh, don't really know what's coming. Apparently, some doo doo flu. Did we were raving all week here on Ben and Woods about how nice the uh, meeting facilities must be for all the general managers? Something hit them. Not yeah. food poisoning, a virus. Yeah, or something. stomach virus. Apparently, they thought maybe it was food poisoning, but when it started passing from person to person, they decided, okay, these people didn't eat the same thing, so this is now just a virus that seems to be transmitting around, and they have actually canceled. Or ended the the baseball general managers meetings early, according to Stephanie Epstein last night. They're they're pulling the plug on the last day here and sending everybody home so they don't continue to uh, spread whatever is going around the uh, the the yucky tummy, as it were, with baseball's GMs. Our guys in the chat said so. Everyone's got the shilts. <clears throat> That'd be a really good way for AJ to announce Mike Schilt as the manager. If you're in the 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 camp of Mike Schilt. Uh, it's weird how he's lost a lot of steam, it feels, at least to the fan base. Had a uh, manager hire yesterday we will get into today. There's actually uh, a lot to talk about from yesterday's meeting. Scott Boris did his annual oh. annual pun, what would you call it, punchella for him. It's every year, and, and they flock to Pun-palooza. it. Punpalooza. I mean, this is just the preview. Usually the winter meetings is where you get the full one. Is that right? I, th- yeah. I think this is just a taste. This is a teaser. Yeah. This is the the opening act. The opening act, um, the side stage, uh, as it were. <laughs> I I made the mistake of just tweeting something about Scott Boris, and like people really don't like him. And I knew that people had their opinions. Who gives a f what Scott Boris thinks? I'm like, well, I mean, the throng Every of the throng of media standing around him. Do we do like? I liked it. I like it for the comedy factor. So we'll play you some of his audio. It's terrible. I mean, it's like it's so bad that it's great. Uh, we'll play you some of that. Today but he as well. undoubtedly has an impact on every single off season in Major League Baseball. I mean, no question. Going to have always at least two or three of the top free agent clients in his stable, and the whole market really can't move very much until Scott Boris and his guys make some decisions and sign some deals. So whether you like him or don't like him, people do care. What he's he says. a very relevant <laughs> figure in Major League Baseball during these months. Especially from like November to February, he had some cockamamie ideas. One of which is the one I tweeted about. It's absolutely horrendous. We will talk about that. Um, they talked about the plan for. They talked about the plan for the San Diego Padres and Juan Soto. AJ Preller responded to that. Honestly, guys, I mean, 
It doesn't give me a warm and fuzzy, I can tell you that, but I don't know that we're supposed to feel that right now. So we got a lot to get to today here on Ben and Woods. Uh, probably be taking your calls as well. This is a throwback Thursday, so we have one of our favorite moments, literally, in, in Ben and Woods' show history. Listen to it again it, yesterday. It's spectacular. And it's, it's, it's just... It's bone-chilling is what it is. Made so. me so uncomfortable to hear it again yeah. for the 20th time. That's exactly right. No, it's it's a bone-chilling... Uh, like pea shiver when you hear it. It's it gives two you, audio clips. It's two clips. It gives you the shivers every time you hear it. So we will have that uh, and more. We've also got a bunch of giveaways. Qualify someone for a trip to Las Vegas during Take on Woods. We've got Green Day tickets to give away and college basketball tickets for a pair of local undefeated Division One teams squaring off this weekend. I'll just leave it at that, and we'll uh, have all those giveaways coming up a little bit later. Ben and Woods getting started. We'll be back with our daily ditty, rolling into it on a throwback Thursday on San Diego's number one sports station. Uh, Kelly's still here, right? She, she's going to be off yep, after this afternoon. Okay, so Kelly's got some traffic, and then we'll be right back here on 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Great day. Couldn't believe this hasn't been I, chosen I yet. I am blown away. <laughs> Why do you say like that? We'll just agree to disagree on Michael McDonald. Yes, we do on a lot of things, but... I think he's a talented singer with a compelling voice. It's- and you can't stand it. So I've never gotten it, man. I mean, there's something about singers. They're not supposed to sound like the rest of us all the time. 
They're supposed to be a little indecipherable, mysterious, different. And he's different. I don't know what it is. It's never connected with me. You know, it is a throwback Thursday. Ben, you want to try to sing so the song again? <laughs> I keep waiting to like, you, you hit a certain age and He's you're like, oh no, you can't do it. Here we go. But what a fool believe. <laughs> Still funny. You've done it before. He sees the wise man has the power. <laughs> I don't have that range. <laughs> Michael's got good as phenomenal he did. range. Five years ago we made you do that. It's not something that you're going to practice at a mm. lot or improve on over the years. I mean, it'd be tough to be like a Michael McDonald cover band. There's certain uh, bands and stuff that catch up to I mean, he's got a really later. deep... I mean, he can. What, what's amazing is he's got a really deep voice, but he can also go incredibly high. high at yeah. the same time. That is his... That's his range. That's his niche. That's right there. Like, you can go anywhere. I keep waiting for him to catch up to me, as many bands do later on. You know, the older I get, I'm like, you know what? I get that now. That makes sense to me. Still, I just hear Michael McDonald, and I'm filled with rage. I don't know why. Every time. I just keep, I'm waiting. I'm middle, you know, more than middle age right now. I'm like, that's when I should be getting into my Michael McDonald <laughs> phase, and I just, it's never... Never struck me, but so, Benjamin loves it, and it reminds you uh, of Ben, and absolutely it does. Well, it reminds me of Ben. It reminds me of one of the greatest show moments in, in our history. It yeah. made me it laugh so hard. It is a throwback Thursday. We got time to kill. Yeah, we literally so, have nothing but time. Um, nothing. You know, it is Ben Appreciation Week on the Diddy. You've gotten a lot of love. I think you can wear one here. Yeah. Uh, so let's do a little compare and contrast. First, we'll go back to <laughs> this was August 19th. 2019. We had not even been on the air three months. Right. And we asked Ben, do you think you could sing falsetto? Anybody else would surely know. Still waiting on the falsetto. He's watching her go. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. (laughs) But what a fool believes. (laughs) He sees. The wise man has the power. Gets me every time. Okay, that was four years ago. Yep. Here's today, four minutes, minutes ago. ago. But what a fool believes. <laughs> Still funny. He's done it before. He sees the wise man has the power. When he hits Even worse, worse, possibly. It's worse yeah, now. I've actually gotten worse in the last few years. <laughs> when you hit wise. Yeah, I, knew I, was, I knew I was already wise. too high. Yeah. You got to be careful. When you know you got to go up two more octaves yeah. before you're done with the line, wise. you got to start lower. You got to save it. Man oh, <laughs> That's fantastic, man. Yeah, you've lost uh, you've lost weight. Changes your voice. <laughs> That's a little true. Bit, it does a little know? bit. Pavarotti, uh, if he was skinny, probably wouldn't have sung as well. Skinny Pavarotti. Skinny Pavarotti would have been like, uh, <laughs> like he would not have sounded good. So I was um, I was proven both right and wrong yesterday with one of my takes. I said Padres. You're not going to get a manager named because of the general manager's meetings. They're not going to want to name it while everyone's out in Scottsdale, and then you can't do a press conference. So I said, you're not going to hear any news. I was kind of right because A.J. Preller told the reporters there that they're getting close to the end, but probably not until the weekend or early next week 
when he's actually going to name a, a new manager. But then the Angels went out and named Ron Washington as their new manager and confirmed it yesterday. Clearly so, it is possible. So I guess it is, it is possible to hire a new manager while you're at the general manager's meetings in Scottsdale. Uh, the Padres, though, did not do it. Uh, they said it was going to be a couple of days. I still wouldn't be shocked if we heard something even today or tomorrow. But, uh, you know, right now, AJ's at least giving you a timeline of this weekend or early next week uh, to make uh, the final decision as to who it's going to be, whether it's Mike Schilt, Ryan Flaherty, or Benji Heal. Um, and maybe David Ross still possibly getting an interview, although you'd think that if he was going to, by this point, you'd start to hear some rumors that they at least brought him in uh, for a talk. Uh, but I guess that could be done today or tomorrow if they really wanted to hear what he had to say uh, and throw his hat into the ring for Padres manager. Yeah, it's not going to surprise me if it comes out Monday or Tuesday when I'm not here. So uh, enjoy that the, that content that you guys will most certainly get when I'm not here. Uh, but I... I it doesn't, yeah, I mean, you, you said it yesterday, and I, I'd also heard that it could stretch into next week as well. It doesn't mean you can't rip an interview tomorrow with anybody else. Uh, you know, listen, there's always a chance with A.J. Preller, too. He's looking at, at Bob Melvin was a complete surprise. There's always a chance that that happens, too. I mean, you saw what the, the Cubs were able to just do. Uh, I don't think we're going to be in the, the $4 million range anymore for a manager like we were with Bob Melvin. Um, I'm thinking more of the probably four hundred thousand dollar range uh, for a manager, but you know we'll see how it plays out. I'm sure there's there's names on his list that we've never heard of or didn't even think were available. So I mean, is that a bad thing? Uh, you know, paying less for your manager. The New York Mets, who have all the money in the world, yeah. hired Carlos Mendoza, and what was his deal? He's getting like three, three years, four million or something. Right, total, 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 total yeah. not per year. Right. Uh, whereas Craig Council, of course, is getting eight million dollars per year for five years Bananas, for forty man. million. So Bananas. essentially, he's getting ten times to be the manager of the Cubs. What the new manager, Steve Cohen's new manager of the Mets, is yeah, going to be three getting three years, four and a half million with fourth year option. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you asked you asked the question: Is is that a good thing to underpay for a manager? I mean, it doesn't really affect your for anything like that. So you. you I just don't know. Is a, is a higher-paid manager better? I saw the list when Craig Council got his deal as highest-paid manager in history. They showed the list of who the other highest-paid guys were. And I was, it was Joe Torre, but it was Joe Torre... In the 90s. At the, at the, no, it was at the end, like in the mid-2000s, mid-2000s. Near, near his, like his last three years before he was out. It was Joe Madden, but with, um, you know, like the... Not not the World Series years. It was the, the Angels years or Cubs. Like Cubs, off the World yeah, Series? yeah. But it was um, it, you were basically overpaid for what they had already done and weren't getting the value out of the manager that you were currently paying at that time. You know, the overpay for a coach is is pretty common in in the NFL. It's pretty common in college. Very common in college football. My God, you never, you rarely get unless it's Nick Saban or like Kirby Smart. Let's like see, nine year, eighty five million dollars. Who's the clown at A and M? Jimbo Fisher, Lincoln Riley's a massive overpay. Charlie Weiss was a massive overpay. There's this is littered with overpays in in college football. I I think in baseball, it's obviously a different scenario. It's a different story. I, I can't sit here with any certainty and tell you, oh, I mean, Craig Council's 100% going to win a World Series with the Cubs. I, 
I kind of lean the other way. If I had to guess if he's going to, I'd say he's probably not going to. It's always a good to. bet to bet against someone winning a World Series. No questions. Say. <laughs> like, no question. Like, I, it would it would actually surprise me if he did win one in the next five years. No. He's, he's good, I mean, but he's not the greatest a, manager to ever step foot on a baseball diamond. Put him here in San Diego, and the odds are still against him. Still against like, him. So, I think the underpay for a manager or the, you know. Now, the, the coaching community loves the Craig Council signing. Oh, of course they You know, I hear a lot of comments. Oh, it, it's about time. Time, you know, coaching salaries have lagged compared to the rest of the industry. Manager salaries have—I mean, they're they're good, but they're not exponentially rising like the you know some of the rest oh. of the you know guys in baseball are getting. And they're going, we don't have a union. You know, there's when you're suspended, the players' union always appeals. When a coach gets suspended, they just have to serve it because they don't—they're not represented. So they always felt like they have like less power, less authority than some of the rest of the people in baseball. And, and you're, they see Craig Council getting this money, and they go, "Okay, finally, a little respect on our side of the business here." And you're doubling the other longest seasons in professional sport. Doubling your and spring training, and you are—it's the biggest. I got to imagine it's just the biggest grind. Ever. Great gig, obviously, but such a grind compared to other coaches. Oh, he slept in his office last night coordinating the new offense. Yeah, bro, I've been in Arizona. I, I, I've worked on this baseball team for, you know, it's a year-round job, like 18-hour days, I would imagine, for a manager sometimes. So it's a grind. They do deserve to be paid more, uh, certainly. But I just don't know if the Padres are in a position to go out and spend that kind of money on a manager. I don't think they are. All right, this hour of Ben Woods is brought to you by Smart and Final. Score a Turkey Day touchdown when you shop your whole feast in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. Use promo code SFTHANKS for free delivery on your next order. So Scott Boris may or may not have revealed some of the inner plans of the San Diego Padres for the offseason. My guess is is that uh, he doesn't get the whole picture from A.J. Preller, but we'll bring you the audio uh, on Juan Soto's potential future in San Diego from his agent from the horse's mouth, as it were, in Scottsdale. Get to that coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I don't see what's strange about this Tiny bubbles hang above me It's a sign that someone loves me I can hardly stand upright In my head upon the light I have faith but don't believe it It's not there enough to leave it Everything I love is on the table Everything I love is out to see I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
You tune in to kick off with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Every week, Boomer and Valenti preview all the NFL games with analysis from Boomer, picks from Mike, and the biggest stories packed into one hour. You can hear it Friday night, 6 p.m., right here on 97.3 The Fan, also live on the Odyssey app, presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it, and by Lowe's, Lowe's Knows Home Improvement. Yeah, Scott Boris was the star of the show yesterday. I wonder what the other agents think of Scott Boris. Not much, I would imagine, right? I would feel like I wasn't doing enough if I was an agent and I saw him out there. But I also would cringe at his antics and his behavior, and I'm go. I would go. I can't. I can't do what he does. But he also gets the biggest deals for his clients. So I'd be thinking, Am I doing this wrong? Should I be more like Scott Boris to be more successful at he's, my job? He's such an enigma because, like Scott Boris, for all the cringe and and reasons to not like him, we've said it before. Like I think you can argue he might be the best at their profession in the world. Yeah. Like yeah. better than the best athlete is, yeah. better than the best insurance sales guy is. I mean like, the guy the guy the what he got for Anthony Rendo I mean guy he Eric Hosmer, I mean he is he's the he's the best at what he does. Uh I've I've talked to him before. I've I've one on one ran into him um at Petco Park and I chatted with him for like I'd say like three minutes, and I was talking to him about Blake and, and Soto. This was last season. Guy couldn't have been nicer. I mean, it's this partly shtick, right? Part part of his thing is shtick. The guy could not have been nicer. I saw, you know, everybody everybody has their preconceived notions of, of who he is. I mean, if 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 I'm an if I'm a player, that's I, I want a guy like that representing me, you know, especially in one of these big years. It but, you know, if you're a team and we're the Padres, and we've got Juan Soto, and we've got Blake Snell, you don't feel great. You don't feel great. You don't feel like you're going to get a good deal. Um, I don't know where he was yesterday. And we we might Do we have the audio of David Sampson? Uh, the condensed audio? No, I don't have the condensed audio. Okay, so we'll find the condensed audio for you guys. But David Sampson, f- former Marlins executive. Marlins president, yeah. I believe, did an eight-minute bid. He's like, this is what it's like negotiating with Scott Boris. It's an identical David Sampson, by the way. Um <laughs> And you listen to it and you go, oh, Lord. Then you also think, well, I mean, that's just what a good negotiator does. And he's a really good negotiator. And when you have top-tier clients, man, you want to get them the most money. So his shtick, though, if you look at it as comedy and you don't take it too serious, it's pretty funny. Now, what he said about Juan Soto wasn't shtick. We just don't know how much validity we can place in it. Let's play that audio when we come back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So if I had said what Scott Boris said yesterday about the Padres publicly, I would worry that the Padres would never want to talk to me again. Felt like he was revealing secrets of the San Diego Padres during, uh, you know, like a news conference yesterday. Here's what uh, here's what he said about Juan Soto and the Padres offseason plans. What do you think for where Juan Soto stands with the Padres? Um, met with the Padres. They laid out their plan for next year, which obviously included you know, a, a lineup that is definitely includes Juan Soto. He's their one 900 OPS player. And, you know, they're they're obviously looking for more left-handed bats rather than less. All right. Uh, Juan Soto definitely included in the lineup plans for 2024. And the Padres are also looking for more left-handed offense in their lineup for next season, according to 
agent Scott Boris, who said he met with the Padres. I would assume that means talking with A.J. Preller sure. or his uh, his immediate uh, lieutenants during the general manager's meetings yesterday. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and uh, I don't know if we have the other part of it. He said, But he said um, they're telling us they're trying to win and they're going to be very aggressive in the free agent market. Now, we've obviously heard the opposite. We know they're going to be aggressive in the free agent market. What we don't know is what tier of free agent they are going to go after. We all have our ideas of, of we know what they need. We know we can see the holes on the roster. It's starting pitching is a massive one, but there's some there's some other ones. I mean, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of, of, of holes that need to be plugged on this team. You're going to have to address them through free agency. You're what are what are your options? This is what this is where you are. It right would be now hard to make enough trades, correct, to fill every starting pitching <laughs> hole that you had. I don't you, know, you know, and I know AJ really likes building up the farm system. I don't know if he wants to do it again, you know, by trading all the guys that he's guys. By the way, that are tearing it up in in fall leagues and things like that. These are a part of the San Diego Padres' future. One would hope, um, and and so I think, yeah, they don't really have a choice but to be. Um, very aggressive. And A.J. Preller came out and, and said, he said, quote, you need super talented players and a lot of them to win championships. So I think from our standpoint, that good part with our roster is we've got a number of those guys. You need elite players. It's never easy to trade for or move an elite, talented guy because that's what the best teams have when they win championships. Uh, a contract year with an elite player is attractive, but we'll weigh that out versus what it means long-term. Gut feeling, gut reaction, Juan Soto in the opening day lineup, Benjamin Hot Take Time on Sports Radio. I think um, you got to try to read between the lines, between everything that both Scott Boris and A.J. Preller said. There's more Preller if you want it. Uh, no, I, I've, I've, I, I mean, I've got enough that I feel like, what was Scott Boris's mission there? He's. You feel like Scott Boris has a, a plan with everything he's saying. There's a... There's a motivation behind his comments. And for me to say that he talked to the Padres, because Scott Boris knows the Padres may have to trade Juan Soto. He doesn't not read the headlines. He doesn't not understand the situation. So the fact that he said, I talked to the Padres, they, they have him in their plans, he wants that to be comfortable. Juan Soto wants to stay with the San Diego Padres. You know that. No, but I, that would be what I read between the lines with Scott Boris saying that. I feel like that is a... I feel like that's a reach. Well, that's what reading behind between the lines is a I bit of a reach. I think that's like a massive reach. But I, I don't know that you... I, I can't... I didn't think with any certain... I felt the other way. I didn't think with any certain... When Scott Boris doesn't extol the virtues really of of a play because he's not a free agent right now he's got a year left on his deal so it's kind of kind of pointless well, I'll, to be I'll say like this. I want sort of doesn't want to be a rental for one year somewhere where he has to go point. and readjust to a new team and then just enter free agency to go somewhere else sure. the year after that sure. he has no interest in being a hired gun somewhere else for one season that he doesn't want to be long term so he'd rather play out his contract with the San Diego Padres, and then be able to make a decision in free agency next offseason. That would be the most comfortable, optimal outcome for Juan Soto. And Scott Boris. Probably, yes. Yeah, I mean, Scott Boris, it, it, extending his players a year away from free agency doesn't feel like something he's yeah, going to want to do. And knowing how it took Juan Soto some time to adjust to San Diego, I think Scott Boris goes... All right, we're going to get the best. Now, if we stay in San Diego, we'll have our best chance at putting up a big, giant season going into free agency. If they send him off, 
you know, somewhere else to Chicago or wherever, I feel like we might have an adjustment period and those numbers aren't going to look quite as sexy as they would have if we had just stayed where he's comfortable, where he was red hot the second half of last season, carry that momentum into 2024. Scott Boris wants Juan Soto in San Diego for next season. Now, long-term, he wants him wherever he can get the biggest contract. Correct. But next season, he wants him in San Diego. Man, I just uh, – it's it's – not an en- it's not an enviable position that AJ Preller and Peter Seidler and, and those guys are in. You've handed out some massive contracts. This is going to be the biggest one uh, of all. And again, you talk about financial flexibility. Uh, seemingly, seemingly, as far as we know and what we've heard and what we've read, uh, they don't have a lot of it. And you know, tying yourself to another four hundred million dollar contract for ten years, even though he is an elite talent, is is tough to do. It's hard to. It, build around that if you're not going to spend the money that you spent last year, and it seems they're not. So I don't like prudent decisions. So I I would love to have Juan Soto here long term. Um, I do, I guess now, after talking it through, he probably will be in the lineup opening day. I think uh, from Preller's standpoint, what he's saying is he's just trying to keep his options open. That everything's still on the table. He's not 100% trying to trade Juan Soto, but he also knows the reality of Having a guy for one more year when, you know, he may get an overwhelming offer for someone, that that's part of the equation. He can't just say, right now, I'm putting my head down and we're riding with Juan Soto this year no matter what. He has to listen at this point Got to. To, to offers that, that could be something that helps the Padres in the long term because there's no guarantee that you have Juan Soto pass this season. No, and 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 getting that phone call from whoever it may be, whether it's Craig Breslow or whether it's it's Jed Hoyer or whether it's Brian Cashman, when you say, okay, let's do it, what a sinking feeling that will be. And, um, you know, the, the return – you're gonna you're gonna need five years to see. You know what the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs are gonna get with Juan Soto next season. Yet you talk about an adjustment period. His adjustment period is it is what it is. The guy's still an unbelievably elite player who doesn't swing at bad pitches out of the zone ever. I mean, he is gonna help any lineup he goes into. Um defensively, sure, he's got his issues, but um I, I just it's gonna be very hard for for the fan base. To say, oh, cool! You know, we did get two starting pitchers back and a and an outfielder for Juan Soto. They may turn out to be world beaters, but it's going to be a while. So uh, it's not an enviable position at all. Uh, also, extending him to a huge contract also not awesome. I mean, it's just not. So uh, this is where we are. You you planned on trying to really win a World Series with him here, and uh, you might have one more crack at it next season. Right, and if they, they do that, if, have, have a ball. Yeah, you're, you're very happy if they keep Juan Soto, win a World Series, and then, well, they can't sign him as a free agent. See you, you later, Bob. You thank him, and yeah, you still have that World Series banner up at Petco Park. But again, you know that was the plan for last year, and we saw how that went, yeah. even with Juan Soto. I got to tell you though, the uh, the shot that Boris took. Well, he's there. He's their one nine hundred OPS player. It was like, oh, you know, Manny and Tatis, and those guys are like, really? Okay. I mean, I, you know, it's um, you don't want to you don't want pit guys against each other, but he's not wrong either. He's not wrong. Last season, I mean, you go Last the season, season before, sure. and Manny was over nine hundred, and you go two seasons before Fernando's uh, missed year, he was over nine hundred. You don't have to be an over nine hundred guy every single year to be considered, I think, a, a nine hundred OPS sure. player. But last season, that was true. 
Juan Soto was the only guy who finished above 900 OPS for the San Diego Padres. Exactly. Had the best season of the Big Four. Yep. Uh, pretty clear at the end. At the beginning, we weren't sure who was really going to break out. Um, but in the end, it was clear that Juan Soto had the best season of, of any of those guys. No question. No question about it. So uh, the general manager's meetings, I guess, are over based on the reporting from Stephanie Epstein. I, I didn't see like an official statement from Major League Baseball saying we've canceled everything. But uh, she did tweet last night that due to the the stomach virus that apparently was going around the resort there in Scottsdale, they decided to to close up shop a little bit early, stop putting people in ballrooms together and <laughs> having them pass around whatever they're passing around at the moment. So. Oh, I, you didn't even make one doo-doo pun either. I was pretty disappointed. You guess you weren't feeling well. Guess not. I saw some good ones. I saw Did some you? good ones. Yeah. Oh, I saw in play, runs, score. Oh, that was good. Genius. Yeah. In play, runs. I went yeah. Scottsdale, more like S-Dale. Not my best work, but I wasn't feeling particularly clever uh, I mean, yesterday. even uh, Jeff Passan tweeted out an S-word yesterday. <laughs> Accidentally. He did. said, Ron Washington will get one more s <laughs> with the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And uh, he had to go back and, and redo that tweet. But, yeah, we haven't talked about Wash yet getting another opportunity to manage uh, in the big leagues for the Angels. I, I did tweet about that and said no team will have um, better infield drills. I could watch him teach infield all day long. I mean, you know the Tony Gwynn video that's out, and it makes the scene every about every three months or so, Tony telling his guys how to hit and be balanced and knob to the ball. You watch those wash videos, and he's working with those guys. It's like um, it's like spa music for me. When I watch it, it, it makes me feel so good inside uh, to watch him work. And he's got his work cut out for him. Uh, certainly, they they have a lot of roster uh, roster needs as well, and they're going to be losing Shohei Otani more than likely. But Ron Washington getting another chance, I think, ultimately is a, is a pretty good thing for baseball. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, what is he? Seventy one years old now, and it's been a while. Twenty fourteen since he last managed with the Texas Rangers, but the. I mean, uh, what the Alex Anthopoulos I think said yesterday, like he said, this isn't this is a huge loss huge. for us for he the said, Atlanta Braves. He said, "There's text messages going around right now uh, from guys in in our organization that are extremely bummed, and then there's text messages in Anaheim for guys that are really really excited to play for Wash. So, um, you know, one of the obviously elder statesmen of baseball, been around the game a long time, got." What, an out away from winning a World Series with the Texas Rangers and, and Nelly Cruz misjudged a ball and the rest is history. Uh but yeah, Wash, I you know, I I, I hope that he uh I hope that he's not scapegoated for a bad, bad run in Anaheim. Not saying he'll have one, but if he does, um I hope that's not the case. And remember, he was uh he was a finalist uh, four years ago when Jay Stingler was hired as the Padres yep. manager. They were very close to to making Wash the guy as well. Here in San Diego, but he's back in. Uh, we're back in just a second. I got a throwback Thursday game of real or fake that actually relates to the general managers' meetings in Scottsdale. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas coming up next year on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.